I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé the Other Way Season 4 Episode 17 Tell All Part 3 This is the end. Did we witness um, Danielle getting broken up with? Yes, we did. Is she in denial? Yes, she is. Now that he has broken up with her, she's willing to see a therapist. Yeah, this is cracking me up. I love the denial. And the whole, everybody in the room, oh no, that can't happen. Uh-huh. He's done. You can only push somebody so far. Well, and he was clear before she did it. That it would be a big issue if she went ahead and did it anyway. He changed, remember? He told her this crossed a line for him, and she basically said, I'm going to do it anyway, and you're going to have to suck it up and deal with it. I have never seen somebody somebody that calm should almost scare you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, people threaten people a lot and frequently. I don't believe he's threatening. I believe he's stating fact. I mean, a threat could still be reality. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. He said she would regret it. I mean, I didn't think I felt that was more of a threat, right? But I think that he pretty much had already told her that before she brought Talon. Yeah, if you do this, there's you're going to regret this. Yes, he is really calm and clear. It's a bit eerie. He right? communicates very well. I think. Yeah, and he didn't have many defenders. Somehow no. Debbie defended him a little bit at the beginning, uh-huh. you know, and said, you've got to respect him and in you, some and way. And you carry his balls in your purse. <laughs> this is what she said. Veronica, I guess Veronica did too, right? Because they're all with, you don't love me, you don't trust me. And Veronica was really clear. Veronica says, no, he says he loves you. He says he trusts you. But this hurts him uh-huh you have hurt him yes you have injured him and and he doesn't like that uh-huh. not everybody just accepts that blow and moves on yeah gets past it doesn't have to i mean he is loud and clear here yeah and he was beforehand that's the thing it's not like his being done with her is a shock I mean, he really, really did a good job of expressing to her beforehand how much of a problem this was going to be if she went ahead and did it. Mm -hmm. And she went ahead and did it and basically told him, suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, because she's really spoken poorly of him. To everyone. The entire time. She did it here. Her friend. She said it here. Nicole and Mahmoud, Nicole's having an issue, right? And uh-huh. Nicole really interrupts and says, well, I feel you. It's like being around controlling men. Yeah. Johan's not a controlling She's guy. controlling. Gabe even said, of all people, Gabe said, look, you tell him what to do all the time. Yeah. Always you yeah. tell him what to do. He has this one thing. Mm-hmm. That he has a really big issue with. I guess more people, all said and done, really came out. They didn't say they supported him. I think they came more out against Danielle. Yeah, because who could tolerate her? Maybe your compromise could be, and I, I think it was Gabe that said this also, maybe I won't hang out with friends that I've slept with. Right. Well, that's all he's asking for. Where's the line? Where is the line? He told her that was the line. If if I came to you, this is completely hypothetical, um, and maybe put you on the spot. But if I said I have an issue with some of these photos that you've kept, uh-huh. they make me feel uncomfortable. What would you do? Um, I think I'd want to understand why it made you feel that way, because mm-hmm. I would understand your thought process better. What if you could just make them, well, you make these digital photos instead of oh, sure. photos that you kept? Sure. I, don't, I have photos from my past, yeah, but I don't you know where know. they are? They're out in the garage. Yeah, I don't know that I have an issue with this. I just kind of wonder, this because this thing about the photos and having photos of him, of Talon, that she has, I don't know that it's such an issue. Yeah, I mean, it's just memories, unless it was, you know. Naked pictures stuff. Of- if, say it was pictures okay. of Talon 
laying on a bed yeah, with a with wine, a wine bottle. bottle covering your, your man parts. What yes. if that If were? this was your honeymoon picture from a previous marriage, maybe you wouldn't have that still around. <laughs> Just saying. So that's, Hypothetically. That's the line. Yeah. Like a bare hip <laughs> with only the neck of a wine bottle. Yeah. <laughs> This would be a bad photo? I, I'm thinking, yeah, oh. in a future relationship. Okay, I just yeah. want to know yeah. that that's it. In case we ever break up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hypothetically. <laughs> oh, You know, they say that they're both, I, I think they get passes at some point about the pants wearing. Tim and Veronica mentioned this in their thing. They kind of compared their relationship to it about wearing pants. Uh-huh. And I think it's just kind Being of a in charge is what yeah, I saying. think it's kind of a horrible way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Where were we at with somebody providing all the money but not making? Oh, it, we, we probably it was Rishi last week. Uh-huh. We were talking about Rishi providing all the money for his family, right? But not necessarily be making the decision. The decision He's not in charge, right? That somehow money has gotten. To a point where you are the one, the provider of the money also has all the say in how it's distributed. And we're not that way. No. and and, uh, We make all of our decisions together. Mm. Even if you say, like you'll say to me, um, because when it comes to big purchases, I don't buy big things without talking to you first. Mm. And you'll say to me, well... You know if, if we have the money for that or not. Right. So that's up to you. Nothing just shows up here. Right. I'm never, I'm not probably suggesting big purchases. Right. But I'm maybe not as involved into the minute to minute functioning of the home. Right. As much before, it's probably more now than before, now that we only have really one kid in school. Uh huh. The things that we have going on are a lot more simple. Yes. So they have nothing. Danielle and Johan have yeah. nothing. What's your take on the money situation? He seems to – he's saying he provides it's 50-50 and she says no. Well, she he does have a business mm. and he was supporting himself before she came around. So he obviously has his own Something. money. Her facial expressions seem to me – Offensive. Well, it also seemed that maybe it's not quite 50-50 or – I don't know. I well, just she's got... never made it sound like he does anything. Yes. This is the first time we've heard that he contributes anything. Right. If you're measuring fifty-one forty-nine, well, yeah. I make 51% of the money. So, you know, I control Congress in this. Right. Thing. If I that have, was the case, we'd have – I'd have filibuster rules. switched roles. Right. <laughs> and we have not. I just don't know. He is not anywhere near as controlling as Mahmoud. No, not at all. I love her change of tune, right? Her let's go to therapy. This it's is funny. A- she almost looks a little contrite at the end. Like a, she's a little afraid that he's actually going to leave her. Did you see the difference in her demeanor? He's, he's serious, already right? done. Well, this she, is this has been decided. He's finished. Her first compromise was let's bring someone else in. Uh-huh. Because he said it clear. The lease is up. It's over. We're going our separate ways. Yeah. She's more like we say things frequently that we don't mean. Yeah, I, I don't think that's we, the case. We stopped. She may do that, but I don't think he does that. We stopped the show. We were watching on Discovery+. Plus. Yeah. You hit the pause button, right. and we had a real conversation yeah, about Yeah, I this. said to you, if we had a disagreement, and I ended it with, I really hate your guts. Right. Are you are you coming back from that, or are you going to no. hold on to that? That's really offensive. You yeah. said, F you. That's <laughs> it exactly. Right. And you think you're just going to pass over that? Oh, that was just joshing. Yeah, it I came didn't, out because, you know. I was angry. I was, I was upset. mad in the moment. I didn't really mean it. You, right. you don't get to get away with that. No. No. You don't blurt stuff out and in so the moment. And so we talked about in, I think it probably was one of our inside scoops that we were, ta- that we were recording about how divorced people can't let it get past or get by right 
I, I don't need, I think it was probably our real housewives inside school. Yeah, I said, why can't they be more amicable? Oh. Like, okay, we're separating because we can't be together. We don't get along. We hate each other, whatever. So then go on with your life and have nothing to do with this but, person. But why if, are you spending all your time being hateful? Because maybe you've said these things in the past. We were talking about Kim and Croy from uh-huh. Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. And, and they're really Upcoming messy feud that's starting to heat up messy about her wanting to get hair samples and him turning over her gambling records you know so it's getting really ugly it's because this stuff has stewed over time yeah you've said these things like i hate you or or you know you're gambling our life savings away maybe we could pay our taxes right instead of getting gambling on a riverboat three times a in day. mississippi right maybe we could do this Maybe the two or three hundred thousand dollars that you've spent on gambling could, could have paid the taxes. Could have paid for our taxes. Right. It's entirely possible. That's hurtful. You shouldn't say those things. <laughs> well, so you've done real damage. Mm-hmm. It's about not listening. Johan said this about having their exes and their relationships. He said, "I told you that I had a damaging relationship, a damaging ex." relationship in my past right and it went one in one ear and out the other right and so how can you get past that this is how people hate each you've just ignored it and this was the relationship that she got mad at him about because he wasn't specific about the fact that the ex had had a had a abortion and called it a miscarriage or something. She he did, didn't know she had an abortion. She did say their issues were communication related. I guess maybe it's her not listening to him. But, you know, I think things like this, you know, different people deal with situations differently. Yes. Yoan seems to have packed this away in his special place <laughs> and buried it. Yeah. And didn't want to bring it up again. Right. It's over with. This and is you not- have to respect it if that's how somebody needs to deal with stuff. But not Danielle. Right. She what did she say? She was unique about what? Oh, she's so open and has a big circle of people. And and us, for example, I mean, you had some stuff buried pretty deep that you didn't share with me till we'd been married. Like, I want to say 20 years, maybe 18 years. Pack that stuff away. And I I never heard a hide or hair of it. It just came out of the blue one day. Because you were ready to share something that triggered the memory and yeah, you, you pack shared it. it. So, you know. You pack it away and there's no sh- access to it at all. As shocking as it was at the time because we'd been married for so long and never discussed it, I had to understand and empathize with the fact that you had to find a way to carry that and not yeah. deal with it you know, until you were ready to deal with when it. When you're a kid in an abusive situation and you have nobody... Then what are you going to do? You either lash out at people or you find a nice little box (laughs) and you bury it in the backyard. Right. And then you don't deal with it anymore. So you either become a bully and beat up people at school or. Yeah, that happened. There was a bit. There was a little (laughs) bit of that. And then I changed. I think I found a way to just bury it. Uh Or what happened was is I never grew. It's hard to be like a bully who's smaller Uh than everybody. Well, and they made you go to counseling. Yes, we did it like a few times that was it and then my counselor was a friend of my mom oh that's not good so then everything i told the counselor went to my mom that's really bad and then it was so really bad yeah it didn't work that's out damaging, so well actually. guess what happens you, <laughs> you tend stop talking yeah to you stop talking to people around that time so that's how that thing works <laughs> let's not do that anymore so <laughs> Personal podcast fodder is what that is. <laughs> Look, Talon, to be honest, he needs to get lost. Yeah. That he's around tells me something. What does it tell you that Talon's still here? I said to you, well, now that that uh, Johan's made his position clear and this is basically over, just waiting game, I wonder if Talon's going to go, hey, Danielle, when you're ready, and here uh, I, I am. can use a roommate ready again. Ready for a Friends hookup. Friends Ready for a hookup. That's what he is. <laughs> Evidently, like Debbie's son, like Julian and Apparently, Jen. Apparently, you know, I have to say the thing that stands out in my mind the most after this tell all was my deep disappointment in Jen. Mm-hmm. Because she is still stringing Rishi along. 
flying over there, sleeping with him after abstaining for so long, mm. and still entertaining this thought that they might work it out somehow. So here he is, heartbroken, twisted up inside because he's got his parents on one side, her on the other, trying to he's make torn. it work for everyone. And he can't, by the and way. And he's, you know, really tormented, trying to turn things around and find a way to work this out for everybody. And you see how much he's torn up about it. He should just leave his family. And then here she is. Completely uncommitted, apparently, because she's slipping her phone number to another to opportunity Julian. while he's on the screen on the stage with her. This is shocking and appalling behavior to this me is for a, a mature woman. This is a one-day film. Right. This isn't multiple. So, we see it in three parts, but this it, is a one-day film. It is time to let Rishi go, if that's how you feel. Don't stream along, make him think it might work out. That is wrong. That's so messed up. She's playing with his feelings. My issue that is, is wrong is this, and I talked about it in our Facebook group during the show. At no point has Jen said, let's compromise in some way. Right. I think my issue all along is this. Jen has never gone, and this is just a simple compromise she could make. Yeah. If she's going to go, we could live there together, then maybe how about the first year? Or let's not put a timeline on her. Maybe she needs to. I will live with your family for a year to and show them that I can be a female in this family and and be, I guess, productive, useful, whatever. Whatever they work out. But that she wants to come in and disrupt this family. She's the only one trying to do that. That is 100% dependent upon him. By the way, mm -hmm. and we talked about that ad nauseum probably for the last few weeks, but it's the truth that you come in and expect everybody to change for you. Everyone must accept me and my terms 100%. Screw your culture. Yeah, it's not 50. What's your compromise? The compromise isn't coming there to live. That's already was the accepted to happen. Right. And there's no talk of him going there. No. So he if this is going to happen. take care of his family. What is the middle ground? Where is the middle ground? Where is it? It is you giving up some time. I think their issue with her age may be because they know somebody like this is so set in their ways. Yeah. Look, I'm not looking to be in a new relationship. But if I was... I'd sure have a lot of strings attached. It's like Susan in Match Me Abroad. I probably right. at 52, I'm going to have a, a list. And you know what? That list may be 20 items long, and I may need you to check 17 <laughs> of those items. Yeah, that's funny because that reminds me of a conversation that we had a while ago. Uh-oh. You're filing It cabinet. was a tearful conversation. Because we talked about, well, what would you do if something happened to me? We both said, would you get married again? Would you date again? Would you stay alone? And you said that you wouldn't want to be with somebody else because you would just compare all the time. Right. Well, you don't make that the way Kelly made it. <laughs> right. You don't do this and that and the well, other. we've morphed you know? together. Right, because we're think, one. I think it's a part of continual and constant compromise between a couple. Yeah. Every single relationship is different. There's not one. We 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 kind of give advice to these people, like like we know all, but we don't. Right? right. What we do know it's is what us. we've experienced. Yeah, right. we know us, and so we've morphed our lives together into exactly what we wanted. Right. This is how it's worked for us. So we would come from the spot of we think you should do this. Now, some people have probably worked just fine in the, I wear the pants in the family. I make all the money. I make all the decisions. Everybody just does what I say. It's probably worked for people. Mm -hmm. It just has not what we are. So I see a middle ground. I think that's where I come at with all these relationships is where is the middle ground? Mm -hmm. and, and, and maybe that's not just the way it works. It's only worked like that for us. I think the middle ground is not going and hooking up with 
with Debbie's son. Right. There are photos from after this tell-all of them being together out. That's so messed up. Look, she's fawning all over him. Yeah. Got a good job. Loves his mom. Loves his mom. This was one of the good yeah. qualities. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard that and went, huh? what are you talking about? <laughs> He's talking crap about his mom earlier. Right. Loving your mom is really, you know what? Rishi is willing to sacrifice what I would consider the great love of his life. Yes. In order for her to be happy. For the service to his family and his mother. Yeah. And this is not commendable. This gets Rishi in trouble. Yeah, and and I say the opposite. If he were willing to sacrifice his mother and the well-being of his family to be with her, what kind of person would he be? Colt. It's not somebody you'd want a relationship with. No. Jen's it's not like, somebody I would want a relationship with. Jen's like, with. there's nothing I can do to make them think differently of me. When I think there are a hundred things she could do. Right? A hundred. Yeah. But she's not willing to try. Right. Maybe because of her age. Right. Debbie says, well, Rishi can defy. He could dis- defy his mother respectfully or something like that. Uh-huh. All well, these- and the other thing is she took such offense to the mom saying, I'll never accept it because of her age. She said, I, you have no faults. You're smart lady. I like you. But I can't accept you as a wife because of your age. And that's the only reason. A- she took offense at that like she was throwing daggers, and she wasn't. She was being honest. Yeah, I wonder if the age is the thing, if it's age, if it's experience, if it's truly a number, then it's a problem, right? Well, it's what comes with it. I agree. She can't have children. Hmm. They'll never have grandchildren. She won't make chai tea at five o'clock in the morning. He'll end up taking care of her and the parents. We've been in this road. Right. We've been here. That's what she means. It's not an appropriate match for their culture because he's expected to care for his parents until they die. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. And, you know, we went through this with um, Jenny and Submit. Jenny and Submit and his parents, they said, your time and attention is going to be split if you're physically taking care of your spouse who's our age. Yeah, this age, this is a bit more extreme. Right. Jenny and Cement are more extreme than Jen and Rishi. Right. Who you were talking with, texting with somebody who Jen thinks she's Taylor Swift? Yeah. <laughs> that is that what Joy yeah, that said? Was Joy. <laughs> it's probably better. Joy <laughs> and you are private with yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's a lot like. You know, you hear, um, I think you hear Gabe, uh, my thought of Gabe and his sister and their text conversations. This is just me, and it's probably stereotypical in some way. But I think Gabe and Monica probably would just bust on everybody. Like in a text, like yes. if they're watching a show, it would almost be. I'm not Talking saying about everybody. I'm not saying you, en- you enjoy are like that, but it's similar, right? You'd look at what somebody's wearing, and you may comment. You'd make private comments to yourselves that you wouldn't make in a public. Well, form. because you don't necessarily really mean it. You're yes. just looking for the comedy, in right? It. It's part right. of a joke in something. Exactly. We say stuff during the episodes that we go, "Well, I mean, we really don't mean it." Right. But boy, isn't that funny uh-huh. that you say that? Right. And it's and maybe it's more of the comedian in me, exactly. That that I say those things. So you say those things for an effect. You don't know what's going to get a laugh and what isn't. Right. And I mean, we've always been in this house. You know, it's like spaghetti. We throw, crack on each other. Throw it up against the wall and see what sticks. Right. And then we may say a joke to each other and then go, you know what? It would have been a little better. And then we critique each other's jokes. <laughs> we critique the <laughs> joke. Yeah, it's probably not so good. It would have been better if you did this and then that. <laughs> it's the trouble with being in a house to somebody who believes in some way that he was, he was meant to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole Gabe thing, this whole... Do you understand Monica's position more now than when you saw it live on the show and her not going to the wedding? Yes. Your thoughts on her? 
Um, and this. Yeah, I mean, I understand why she took offense to that because it's not cool. I mean, the common denominator in his failed relationships is Gabe. He's he, the common denominator, he's also literally. A common denominator in this. <laughs> She's a common denominator as an observer. Mm. And I'm sure a participant. To the extent that he allowed her to be. I think there, this kind of gets into their text relationship and their text comments about whatever. Busting on what somebody's wearing. Yes. I think that's what they do. It's their, everybody's got their way to interact, their love language or their communication, whatever you want to call it, the way they do things. Hey, did you watch this and see this? Oh, could you believe that he's doing this? Whatever it is. And I see this is the way they handle it. And maybe Monica said something that slighted Isabel in some way. It's possible. Kind of like how I have conversations with Eileen about Matt Bomer's eyes. Yeah, you see. I maybe wouldn't have that conversation with your mom. This is a side note. Forgive (laughs) that we're having this conversation in the middle of our 90-day podcast. Matt Bomer's name has come up a lot in the past week. It has. I've seen a lot of stuff with him in it lately. Yeah, and I'm a little uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes, dear. I think that maybe I am going to ban um, Matt Bomer from our screens. Oh, okay. Is that possible? Can Uh, I do that? I guess. I'm going to get a hold of Netflix or somebody. (laughs) What did you see him in recently? What um, was uh, Echoes? Echoes, a series on a limited series was, on Netflix. Was that relatively new? Yes, it was pretty good. Echoes. Yes, that it was. was we, good. we would advise that, right? Yeah, I, I think, binged it, and I got Eileen to binge it, and she was just here's enamored what, with it, like I was. Is it current? Um. Yeah, it's all. It's it's finished. It it was uh within the last year. Okay. What I'm going to say is if you watch Echoes, we're now really sidebar. If you watch Echoes, don't do anything else while you watch Yes, it. because if you're looking away or not quite focused or you're twiddling with your phone, you will be lost and have no concept of what is happening. Or because who's who. it is so full of twists and turns yeah, so. that you have to be fully focused and really pay well, attention to the details. Here's how you could be full focused. You and Eileen could just have Matt Bomer on the screen, and that would be a problem. We'll be real focused. Gabe's communication is the problem here. We really see it. So it's Gabe cannot – Gabe has no angry conversations with anyone about stuff going on in his life. But he can do it about everybody else's. Everybody else's fair game. But Gabe won't do it. I wanted to point out, did you notice the excessive twitching that began the second that Monica walked into the room? It Mm. happens every time Mm. she's around. We had somebody, we watched so many shows. Mm -hmm. And the trouble is we do no show prep. So we had somebody else that fell into this category yeah. where they got all nervous when ago. somebody was around. Yeah. And we went, it was very. Oh, it's Lauren when she's around her oh, parents. Oh, look at you. Yeah. sometimes I get proud of you when you pull this stuff out. <laughs> I remember that it happened, but yes. Yes, it was Lauren so, with her, her Tourette syndrome. And I'm so not much saying Lauren doesn't have Tourette's. I'm not. I don't want to. No, she does, but. It's definitely triggered. triggered by her parents. You see it. Her mom especially. Yes. So when her mom's around, so Lauren, it, it, it quadruples. Yes. So Gabe has something about Monica. Yeah. You noticed it, yep. obviously. That oh, that makes it something. Yeah. So Gabe blames her. But then when confronted by her in front of everybody, what does Gabe do? Cowers. Back, he backs down. It tells me that Monica is the, the dominant pantswear. person. <laughs> if we were going to go pantswear, she's it. Definitely. Because they're like, I, it sounds like they used to talk daily. Yes. And they don't talk anymore. And Gabe was like, well, I don't talk on the phone every day. And yeah, that it was, was like, a bit much. yes, it's the sarcasm. Of, How about at all was the point? Yeah, you know, like when's the last time? Uh huh. Passing memes back and forth. That's not a conversation. No. Although, if it was your daughter, you'd probably go, well, that's something. Well, that would be something. Right. It would be at least something. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, the situation is this, right? This all stems from one incident. They're out the night before the wedding. And 
it's 2.30 in the morning and Isabel hasn't shown up yet to wherever they are. And it's the night before the wedding and everybody's got stuff to do in the morning. Evidently, everybody but but Gabe. Mm-hmm. Gabe doesn't have to worry about it. Even that, Mon- that Isabel's out at 2.30 yeah. in the morning. Surprising. Um, but that Monica wants to leave. And she seems to have said this. That after she goes, look, it's time to go. Right, it's two thirty. Give in the morning. me a ride. You're old people. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens to old people at two thirty in the morning. Right. We don't even turn into pumpkins anymore. We're old gnarly gourds. Yeah, at you fall asleep the at the table. Right. This is what happens. <laughs> Get ejected. <laughs> right. Long as look, I mean, this happened in your youth, but normally it would be in a a pu- a puddle of your own vomit. Yes. Exactly. But when you're old, it's just your own drool. Right. So she says, "I gotta go. I'm gonna have to leave." And Gabe goes, "Monica." Isabel's going to have a problem with this. And Monica says, if she has a problem with this, then you have bigger issues in right. the relationship. And then, boom, the bomb drops. Yeah. And then he says, you're always critical yeah. of every relationship. It just spirals out of right. control. So G- Gabe has issues with Monica. Yes. And it came out. But then he backs off. So they really don't deal with it. Right. But then... There's this issue about the dress. Yeah. How did he not know that Isabel's mom was making a dress for his sister? Because it's like this. It's like Danielle and Johan. Yeah. Not listening. One ear and out the other. Yeah. And did you see Isabel shake her head when he said he didn't know? She knew. But Gabe's just not listening. Yeah. These are the details that Gabe... Look, I don't want to plan the wedding. I don't want to do anything. Meanwhile, Isabel's mom is going to all of this work. Yeah, she stayed up all night finishing the dresses, she said. how does Isabel's mom feel about Gabe's family after this? Terrible. And nobody even knew. So offended. Because Gabe can't communicate or won't communicate or doesn't care. Right. Doesn't care enough about the people around him to give them all the information or to listen. Right. All you got to do sometimes is listen and care. That was messed up. And did you see how genuinely bad Monica felt then? Yes. She was not looking to offend Isabel's family. No. And she knew what it meant. Right. She started to cry. She Mm -hmm. felt so bad. And the first reaction to Isabel coming and them having a U.S. ceremony was that That she would get to use the dress. It's just horrible. Yeah. These are the, and he caused that. This is the damage that you do by not... I, oh gosh. And I saw Isabel's face soften. I saw Monica's face soften yep. to each other. And Gabe sat there like the same. Yeah, he's just ready to criticize somebody else. Right. I'm not saying that Gabe has to care about everything. I think there's a difference between actual care and respectful care yeah does that make sense yes i mean i could see that gabe doesn't care about the dresses yeah so he doesn't personally care right but it's important to isabel right and it would be important to monica and more importantly it would be important to isabel's, isabel's mom, mom yeah. who probably spent tireless hours instead of making money because right because that's what she does for a what living. did we see isabel's mom doing every time in sewing. every scene sewing because that's what she does yes so she took time out of making money business to do this. Right. And to have her be disrespected like that. Gabe has to have that kind of care for Isabel's mom. He has to take accountability for that. 100%. And here's the problem that I have with Gabe in every situation is that he fails to be accountable for his part in anything. Mm-hmm. He makes excuses. Well, it's just a part of not being really in a relationship and held accountable it makes it makes your first statement about him being the common denominator to all of his failed relationships it makes this probably the issue right caring mm-hmm. care about what somebody else cares about yes or at least giving it the attention that it's them caring of. Matters, right? Because you don't care about everything I care about, right? And and but if it vice matters versa. to you, then it matters to me. Yes, and there's a line there, and that's the difference I think between kids and adults, right? That's it, right there. The sacrifice of your time, energy, and thought into right something that somebody else cares about, right? 
That's it. It doesn't take a lot, right? I know I do some, I don't do much around here. Like you do, you carry the weight of the home. Sure. But when I'm home, I'm up before you. Right. I think it is like my mission in life to find things that I can do for you to make your life better. It would be like bringing you your tea in the morning. That's so nice. You know, and you've said it. It's just that somebody's at least thinking about you. I'm watching. I can see from like the kitchen when the bedroom blinds open to the back door. Right. This alerts me to know that you're awake. I'm always just pacing around the house. It's all that I do. I get up and I pace Mm -hmm. and I walk around. Which drives me crazy. I get it. So when I see the blinds open, I know it's time. I need to have your tea ready. And I bring it to you. And I appreciate it so much. Right. So it's those little things. Do I care about your tea? No. Really, I don't. But I do care about you caring about your tea. Right? And that's the line where, how long does it take? Seconds. Yeah. It's less than a minute. Because the pot makes the tea. Just put water in the tea bag in it. But I think about you. And I know what you care about. Right. And I know that it starts I, my day right. Right. If I and have so my that's tea. my goal. And this is what you don't see in Gabe. Right. I'm not going to take a minute out of my life to make something for you. I could tell Monica if Mo- you think if Monica knew that Isabel's mom made this dress for her, that Isabel would come no matter what. I mean, yes. that Monica would come no matter yes, what. Yes, I believe she would have. Yes. Because it would have cared to Isabel's mom. Right. So. Hmm. That's my rant on them. And I understand her not wanting to show up if she was just going to try cry and be upset. Mm-hmm. Because then people would ask you what you're upset about, and she wouldn't have wanted to, you know, spoil the day. Right. And make it By about distracting. her. distracting. Right. You, you could see the group was all, especially last week, was all about, this is all about Monica and Monica's. And I do agree that Monica could have found a way to just sat there and... That would have been the proper thing for Monica to do. Sure. Would have been to come, maybe not interact with anybody. But what was she supposed to wear? <laughs> if there was going to be a dress waiting for her? I mean, she never tried it on. It's 2.30 in the morning. Uh-huh. The night before the wedding, and she doesn't know that there's a dress for her? Yeah, and she brought her own dress. How does this not get communicated? <laughs> Seems silly, doesn't it? Yeah. We learn that Chris, in a violent rage, kicks the door in on her boyfriend's bedroom. Yeah, what the okay, heck? Okay, let's start. Let's take this little snippet. Chris kicked the door in her boyfriend's bedroom. Bedroom. Yeah. Okay. How do you get to somebody's bed? Why do you would you say bedroom? Yeah, it means you have access to their Their home. home. <laughs> So Which is kind of what we were saying the whole time. This is the first thing that troubles me. Yeah. I kicked in his so One, boyfriend could still be living with mom. And maybe you're good friends with mom. This would remind us of other relationships. This <laughs> is, would be you, me, and my ex. Mm-hmm. This is Rowan. Mm-hmm. Right. Rowan's got access to the, to the place. So Chris is... Maybe, Got an old boyfriend on hold. Yeah, maybe she gets meth. Maybe she gets meth from her boyfriend's mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking she's more of a pill-popping opiate type. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. But she kicks in her boyfriend's door. Then crushes his phone and runs like hell. Yeah. Um. Didn't she just admit to a crime on national television? These are two crimes. I believe. Trespassing. Yes. And Be, breaking and breaking entering, and entering, possibly. Yes, and destruction. And destro- of, destruction of property. Surely more than two uh, phones these days are worth more than $500. <laughs> right, they This are. is probably a felony. <laughs> do we believe she did any of these things? Uh, probably not. No, I do not believe or any of them. she's that person, and so is the other person, and they're used to this behavior. I just don't believe any of it. Chris is just a weird. Yeah, I don't believe the pictures are old either. Yeah, I don't know one way or another. Well, something kept her here for months instead of two weeks. And it wasn't just the son. 
Yeah, because I think that it's, happened later. I, uh, you know, we're not normally this mean. Something about Chris sparks she, this in yes. us. I think it's her candy. Yeah. I think she spent. You saw the effect of her on her, where she was laying down in that back seat, mm-hmm. immobile. Yeah, she unable to function. She couldn't move without her candy. This was nothing like we have seen anywhere else. Uh-huh. You said there was something at the end, Joyce, and we probably weren't paying too close of attention. Yeah, I was eating my salmon at that point, listening to her say on the way out of the tell-all that, um, that. You know, Jamie was whatever, and she wasn't going to talk to her Dra- ever again. Drama queen. Or yeah. And so I wasn't looking user. at her. I was eating my salmon and listening to her parting comments. But uh, Joy pointed out that she was grabbing her neck mm. at the end. She goes, she can't fight being old. I said, <laughs> no, more like she's, she's, uh, oh, and I said, you know, in the Inside Scoop story we did earlier today about It her, might have been last week. Oh, no, it yeah, was the earlier. other one. Yeah, yeah, about her um, being in a fragile mental state at the tell-all and production telling everybody to take it easy on her. And I said, more like she's uh, fragile because she doesn't have her opiates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She couldn't even sit up straight. Yeah, I mean. And what is this? She didn't look right. There was something... Not ready for television about her appearance. Not ready for prime time is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, she was slouching. Yeah. There's certain ways that you just act, but she just sat like she didn't care. She almost seemed depressed, but I'm certain that she's not depressed about Jamie. No, I don't think so. So the money thing came up. Jamie seems pretty clear. Yeah. She's just whipping her phone out and yeah. showing. Yeah. My This is my, my conspiracy theory, and I... It, for Chris supporters out there, I, I guess I'm sorry, but I just don't see it. Yeah. My her thought is this. Convenient. I don't have this bank account anymore. Crap. It's yeah. Just my thought. Excuses. Is how would Chris's mom know what Jamie's PayPal is unless Chris told her? My thought is. Right. Chris is going to her mom saying that Jamie needs money. Chris is putting money in a PayPal that she believes is Jamie's. And in fact, it's probably not. Her drug dealer. Yes. Or her son. Which could be her son. Right. Or it could be all of them. Hey, this is also your kid. Yeah, uh, and you could make up. I mean, you can open any email account in any name. So you could make your email be, you know, I am Jamie or Jamie in sure. Columbia or All you whatever. need is a Gmail account. Right. So why can't Chris get a Gmail account? Why right. can't Chris have a PayPal what would prevent – what prevents anybody? I haven't gotten a – Yeah, because all you need to do is verify. It takes like three days to verify your account. That's it. Your so Chris bank can't account. have any account. You have Maybe to tie a bank account issue. or a credit card. So it means Chris would not have either? It's the only way she couldn't have her own PayPal. Yeah. Would be no credit card, no bank account. You need both, don't you? Credit card and a bank account? Uh, No. No, you just need one because you have to have, have a one. way to – to get money out and to to source money in. Yeah, I payments. have I have one that we use for I use for soccer ref fees, and right. that's it. It's just linked to the account. Right. You just can't have more than one account linked to the same, uh, more than one PayPal linked to the same checking account. So Mona, Chris's mom, says ten thousand, and Jamie's producing PayPal stuff for seventeen forty. Now, the thought would be, could Jamie have multiple PayPal accounts that is this stuff's being sent to? Well, she'd have said that because she would have had to, like you well, said, provided I, that to her mom. I don't think I don't think Jamie would tell us if she was scamming and had multiple PayPal accounts. Right. Well, she don't. could just be showing some of the transactions. It's too. also true. But I don't think you'd be that forthcoming because the other person could have right. Proof. the receipts. Except she doesn't. Yes. And why is that? Because banks – you know, banks don't have um, permanent records. What happens is, is once you have a bank and they destroy all records from the month that they send it to you and they expunge all of them. They definitely do not. They don't. Are they really? <laughs> it means you could go. You mean I could go back to January and find out all of my transactions in yep. January at Online. a bank? Huh. Interesting. You could do that. Yep. Are there any accounts that we don't have anymore? Yep. 
And what would you do to get that information? Log in. How long back would this go? Well, I mean, I don't know. Because the only old information year, right? that I would access now would be like when your credit card is stolen. Right. And they replace it with a new card number. They leave the old history because it's the same account, but it has a different account mm. number. They transfer all the data over, but they leave the old account on there and you can go back through your old transactions. Mm. My theory is this. Chris is still funneling money somewhere else. Yeah. For whatever. And she's scamming her own mom. Yes. This is like Jen Shaw. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a lot closer to believing a lower scale. Jamie than believing Chris. And they're both a hot mess. Right. I think Jamie probably, because I can't see what Jamie saw in Chris. Yeah. Like, where are the positives in Chris? Well, except that where are the they? lifestyle's not acceptable in her country. So she's not going to find anybody there. Right. I guess. I mean, she said she hid it all this time and her family still didn't know. Debbie, on top of saying that they needed to handle Chris with kid gloves, seemed to insinuate that Mona was going to come out with the receipts this time to prove that Jamie was a scammer and a predator. Uh-huh. And we, we just didn't see that. No, definitely could, not. Could we have been clouded? By our lack of respect for Chris in some way? No, I don't think so. Yeah, they, just, she didn't prove anything. I didn't see it. It's all talk. The last words on them. Chris said, you know, I got I got nothing to say about Jamie. I'm not going to talk to her again. And if I say something, Jamie's just going to come back with something. And Jamie was, I'm just concerned for Chris's mental health. And she was like, and there it is. Yeah, it's a problem. So. But here's the thing. For somebody to be believed on their word, they have, one they have to have shown themselves to be worthy of being believed on their word. Their word has to be good. Once, like Johan. Johan's word's pretty good. His word's pretty good. He was pretty clear from the beginning. He stuck to the same mantra the whole way through. Perfectly calm, stated, factual-based information, stuck to it. This should, when somebody does this to you, this should be clear, right? Yeah. Calmly. Right. And the thing about Chris is she lied multiple times. You can't believe anything she says because she said, I'll be back in two weeks tops, I promise. And five months later, yeah. every excuse in the book. It's and the it's not, not the first time. It's the not calling. Right. It's the not answering. It's the... I'm working all this time. Not taking video calls. She's not working. You're not working around the clock. She didn't sleep for three days. Yeah, I don't believe that. Of course Unless not. she was high. Right. Do they have a drug if for that? If she's tweaking. Yeah, if you do if uppers. The, well, I don't think that's a thing anymore. That was probably a thing in well, the 80s. Well, stimulants. In the 80s. Any stimulants. So it would be easier for us if we couldn't, if we could just not sleep for three days, right? We could just, <laughs> what we would do is start... Sunday morning, we could get all of our shows watched and our podcast done, and we could just do all of that without sleeping. And by the end of the day Tuesday, we're done. Yeah. So that would be good. So if you've got these things, <laughs> maybe. Well, what and, would happen is neither of us is one to sit still. So if we were up for three days, we'd find multiple projects right. to do, would, and we'd be so sore at the end of it that we'd collapse for days it. at a time. Pick up the house and move it three <laughs> degrees to the east. And if you have this drug... Uh, coupled with chaos at gmail.com let us know what this is <laughs> and if there's like an injectable that i can put in my stomach and lose oh, 15 pounds at the same time <laughs> would you please let me know because i think this would come in handy oh by the way on that topic what this is not that podcast interested no no we're not promoting <laughs> I an, no i read an article that another pharmaceutical company is coming out with a drug that works just as well, possibly even better, and it's in oral form. Oh, good. That's and better. has health benefits. It would be – they shouldn't make it uncomfortable like it's like that if you're going to put it in your whatever. Or like something – you're going to have to inject this in like your pee hole, right? <laughs> Nasty. Like, all right, but, you know, these five pounds are worth it. So <laughs> here we go. I'm going to have to put this three-foot-long tube in my pee hole. Oh, yeah, a catheter. So, there's this Johnny Knoxville story that he broke it. 
Like he broke and had to, like for years, multiple times a day, had to put his own catheter in. Oh, that's horrible. Like you think you're tough? We talked about in our personal podcast, we talked about your foot. You think about that. You've got to insert your own catheter multiple times a day. Well, I mean, you do what you got to do, but that doesn't hurt like the thing on my foot hurts. He broke his uh, thing. I've had catheter put in every time I had a kid, every time I had a peeing problem while pregnant. I mean, I've had a lot of catheters. But you're just doing it like yourself because you broke your thing. Yeah. You broke it doing stupid stunts. Dumb. I wish I wouldn't have done that thing that broke my jank. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You're killing me. So... Nicole and my mood. Let's start. Let's get let's get this thing over with. Okay. How about Ahmed? Ahmed shows up immediately, and we see that these two. We've said it before. They need him in their life. Yes. Where, because because uh, he remained. My mood uh, remained much calmer. Was even laughing with his brother there. Yeah, this laughing thing seemed to strike people. Yeah, I think it was just nervous laughter. And some people they like that. mocking. We've had, when we've had disagreements, you're, you have a reaction similar. Uh-huh. Where you laugh, but you're not laughing. Right. If I'm stressed, mm-hmm. uh, I can do that. And you, it could be taken the wrong way. Yeah, I, it can happen at inappropriate times, but I know that. So I try I to excuse myself. I probably said that to you. Hey, this isn't funny. Just like they were saying to them. Uh-huh. Like, this is not a laughing matter. Yeah. They weren't being mocking. No. That's a different kind of Look, of all people, Debbie defends them. I cannot get Debbie. I cannot understand her line of thought and who she would align herself with. Well, I think she understands the Muslim culture and maybe appreciates it a little better than many of the people on the stage. Well, I think Gabe understands it. Because Gabe's, this is what Gabe says. Oh, I think you're scummy. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, I think you're scummy, and you should. Div- and it says you should get a divorce, and you should get with someone with the same beliefs as you. This was as close to a real, the spark of a real conversation as we have seen, because Jamie's the one who says, "Look." You converted. Right. You, and it's not like you call so yourself. why don't you dress right. this way? Right. This is the line. Right. And this is where I think the group doesn't understand. Right. That we can sometimes be narrow-minded. hmm Jamie understands you have converted. Right. This means something. You've accepted this belief system as your own. So right. why don't you support it? Well, and Nicole is at, well, I'm not orthodox. I guess this is the word that she made up for this. I'm not sure it really fits here, but I think we understand what she means. Right. Traditional, old school. Yes. Versus more progressive. I'm the new progressive. I'm for the new progressive Islam. Right. Is what I am. Mm -hmm. This means I can, this would be the... Um, Charlie version, the I can say what I want, I can do what I want, America. Well, here's the issue with Nicole's conversion. She said, he explained it to me, and I thought it sounded nice. So I accepted it. It's a bait and switch, probably. But do you, for lack of a better word in another religion, baptize yourself into... Accepting your life and your spiritual well-being in a belief system that you haven't cracked open the book and read for yourself? I think that Nicole, coming from a place of zero belief, right? Uh Nicole probably comes from a place with no faith, no religion, right? Mm -hmm. So it probably does. So it's more the idea of having. Yes, versus. Something to believe in. Versus this. Versus nothing. And I would imagine Mahmoud probably didn't quite sell this part of it. It probably shouldn't be a spur of the moment thing. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't take it for what somebody tells you. That's how you end up in a cult. 
You gotta. I mean, like they have hair. the Quran. You gotta crack that baby open, and get a translated version, and read it for yourself before you go. I accept this. It's a lot of work, Kelly. You know, well, it would take a year. <laughs> but or you're giving your life over to something. I've seen the read the Quran in 365 days. There's got to be a calendar or something for that, isn't there? Isn't there a shorter version? Couldn't you get this in a Reader's Digest In the Quran? condensed version. Yeah. Could we get that version of well, the Well, that's Quran? what she got from him. Yeah. I, I think you're right. We've talked before. He's not the one. No. To win anybody no, over. No, he's not the representative of this belief system at all because he's he doesn't give it a good face at all. Yeah, Ahmed does, though. Yes, he does. You see the way she looks at Ahmed? Not, not in a way of of love. No. Respect. Yes, because he says this, I'm her brother first. And the right. smile that she gave him. Was genuine. Yes. And appreciative. Because she's in a con- she was in a country where she had nobody else but him. And he was torturing her. Mentally, emotionally. Even physically. He knows no other way. No. And so she felt helpless. Mm. And her his brother is her only ally. Mm. outside of her husband and he's a buffer between them he makes their marriage tolerable at a time when it feels intolerable Mm. he said this word of advice that i think you would give them when they have an issue they need to take time and separate absolutely so you don't blurt out things you don't mean danielle right Right. Because those things stick. You can't just take that back. And this is what they've had happen. Like him saying, I want a divorce. You walk away, we're yes, divorced. This is exactly the point. You can't say that unless that's what you're going to do. And Danielle and my, and Johan should be past this point. They're right. not. No. Mahmoud, I'm not trying to make excuses for him. He's a very young 26. Yes, very immature. But it's because, like his brother said, he never had a relationship before her. He never dated. He was that socially awkward that this is his first try at yeah, anything. And it's not working. And it's not working. No, it's not like he's young because he's 26. He's a young 26. Yes, immature, you could be, inexperienced. You could be 19 and be responsible and more adult than Mahmoud is. Right. I don't know about this whole TV selling conversation and yeah. what went. I'm not over opposed. I Look, mean, it wasn't, you know, send me a, a booby pic. Yeah. But it was misplaced. Yeah, I get it. Look, you're because selling. Because it could be fishing for something more. It could be. Yes. You're selling, buying TVs. I could see you getting a bit personal. I'm he makes so- small talk. Yes. But, but it did seem to be heading in the direction of, hey, what's up? Right. <laughs> you know, and that's not really appropriate. It crossed out of a professional commercial relationship. And this is where I'm almost getting at with Nicole's dress. Uh-huh. If Nicole, and I think this is where Jamie was headed. If you are indeed a Muslim woman, then you shouldn't want to dress like it. It's not about how – Because he wants it. it, Yeah, because it's not about your ability to do what you want. It's about you not being a temptation to other people. Uh By not having your shoulder exposed. Right. You're not going to have a man look at you. In in a lustful way. Yes, and – which should, is what Mahmoud doesn't like. Look, and should a man be able to be around a woman with her shoulder exposed and not f- f- see Have her? errant thoughts. Yes. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's... There's responsibility on both sides. It's a complicated situation. And obviously it'd be and better... And this is not just a Muslim issue. No. It's a Christian issue, too. It's an everything issue. But, so should you change... Because of that, I, I don't have the answer. I'm not I'm, I'm not that deep a philosophical guy, and I'm not sure Sunday night, ninety day fiance is the place to answer that question. <laughs> it's more personal so, podcast. Yeah, so I don't know how that goes, but this is where Jamie's headed, and right, I, and I, and it's where my mood is coming from. Right, they they get it. Why it's an issue, or why it could be an issue. Mm-hmm. Well, why it's an issue for him, right? Because it attracts attention. 
that he doesn't want her to have from another man. Of all people, Chris says this nugget of nah, asks this nugget of, 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 I guess, gives us this nugget of knowledge. She says, what, how are things going to be when Ahmed is not around? And this is the story. This is the issue, right? Uh-huh. Who is going to be the buffer between these two? Right. Because they're not. They're not working this out on their own. They're not. And it's not like a counselor. I don't know who it is. He might feel more pressure. In fact, I'm sure that he will. Uh, when he's in the United States and everyone is more like her and and less like him. Won't he get defensive then? Yes, because just like what happened on the stage, everybody had their two cents to say about how he was wrong coming from where he was coming from at yeah. her. And he's going to get more of that here than it's he would ever face there. And he doesn't respond well to criticism. We paused this show twice. This was the other time that we paused it. You said about the temperament of Nicole. Right. Versus- She's very gentle. Mm-hmm. And his brother's also very gentle. He's calming. They can use their words effectively mm-hmm. right. without getting angry and upset. And they can reason calmly. Mm. And Mahmoud is the opposite. He's far too aggressive and pushy and angry. And it it just doesn't come across well. He goes there quick. Yes. And and she's not going to tolerate that. Nobody should in a marriage. Right. So this is where they go, and the end of this one is, you know, we will see when he gets here. And that's more of a lead-in to our inside scoop from today. Today. If you don't know, we do a inside scoop of 90 Day. Normally comes out sometime between Friday and Sunday morning, um, where we highlight the 90 Day TLC shows and the behind the scenes and personal lives of of current and past cast members Mm -hmm. we do the same thing for real housewives and then we cover all real housewife stuff stuff on um on our subscription so if you don't know how to subscribe it's all in the show notes we it's on all the patreon and supercast and apple channel all that stuff is there Um, we also do a personal podcast so we try not to get into our personal life too deep. We try to keep 90 day, 90 day. And then if you want to hear us rant about being old and having needles crammed in us, <laughs> then that's what we do on our personal podcast. So you'll see that up there. We do a little teaser on that one. And then the full show is um, by subscription only. So we will have Reality Roundup, which is the third part of what we do, or the fourth. I lost count. Maybe the fifth part of what we do. We cover other shows. We are currently, we are light. We do Match Me Abroad is what we've got now. We've got You, Me, and My Ex. And we will actually be probably be the only show covering the Doricos. So we will do that. That comes out Tuesday, Wednesday, sometime around there. Depending on what the TV schedule is like. So we have all of that. Um, Enjoy your week. Anything from you? This is it. The end. The end. The end of the other way. Wow. As far as other other ways go, I think this was all right. Right. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, when it comes to regular ninety day, though, I'm totally ready for an all new cast. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we have it next week. They, they, be, because of COVID, I guess they have recycled people so many times. I'm kind of over it. The thing I don't like about the new seasons is it takes us about. Three or four to episodes. To learn the names and no, stuff. No, no. Even for them to get into it, there's way too much intro. Oh, the backstory yeah, stuff. There's yeah, there's way too much of that. So there's not a lot of meat that happens at the beginning. Um, we could just deal with one and then go. I like the way they handled like um, 90 Day UK. They yeah. really just got into it quickly. Yeah, that was good. I really so, like that. I hope they do another They season. are. They are. That's coming. That's good. So we shall see. So have a good week. 
you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 